Gaming Podcast, where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak. Good evening, everybody. And Twilight. Hey. Light's been abducted by aliens. We're not sure where they took him, but... Or why. We're worried. Unfortunately, very. We're worried, and they did send us a ransom note, which is weird. Aliens demanding a ransom. Yeah, I can't read it because it's in alien language. Yeah, it's it's definitely aliens. Just keep so. saying deliver the slab, I think. Oh, God, no. It... <laughs> Return the slab. Dude, that, ga- that episode gave me nightmares for years. Yep. <laughs> I loved that episode. <laughs> I think it was only because of the weird way they animated Ramses. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it was like weird old school CGI type of shit. <laughs> yeah, in this mainly drawn cartoon. Yep. Yeah, no. That that and the voice gave me nightmares for longer than I care to admit. Return the slab. Oh, What's your offer? What's your offer? That's it. I'm getting me mallet. <laughs> uh, so, what you guys been playing this week? Uh, nothing too special overall. I mean... Still doing the Warframe thing because, you know, Warframe, new event, loot. A couple of people got back into World War Z, so I've also been playing that. And which... you lost all your progress. Mmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I'm still not happy about that shit. But I would imagine not. It is what it is, and I can get my progress back pretty quick, so... That's that that is one thing that I don't mind is like okay, yeah, you you need to get like the in-game credits to upgrade your shit. It's not that hard to get cuz technically every mission provides the same amount of reward based on difficulty. So, you could do the first mission 50 times because it takes, you know, 10 minutes to do the mission, maybe 15. Um but you can just do that repeatedly and not be banging your head on a half-hour mission that you barely scrape through where you could do this 15-minute mission with bots, no problem. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, it that is the one thing about World War Z. It is a short fucking game. It is, and that it is kind of a, a shame. But at the same time, like, it is well done. Even, even with it being as short as it is, I mean, they've added two new missions that I saw for episode one or chapter one and uh, chapter four, I think it was. They added, or no, chapter three. They added two new missions, which is pretty cool. I mean, they're, you know, it's not anything to write home about type of deal, but it's still a nice little freebie. Yeah, it's an extra little bit of content that, as far as I'm aware, we didn't pay for. Yeah, exactly. And World War Z is free this month, so, you know, if you haven't checked that out yet, it's, it's worth a play. It's just third-person Left for Dead with giant hordes of zombies, but it's just third-person Left for Dead. Yeah. But it's not a bad game, especially if you got friends to dick around with. Yep. And experiment with grenades and blow the shit out of everything. Yep, basically. Uh, Twy, I can hear your aggressive clicking, so I'm pretty sure you're still playing The Witcher. The aggressive clicking might be me. Oh. I feel like my game... Uh, so, I haven't changed anything with my mic 
or my input or anything. And my gain has apparently gone up on my microphone. Uh, I was Weird. playing. I was playing games with uh, with the guys earlier, and one of them kept calling me out. It's like, dude, what the hell are you clicking on so aggressively? I'm like, nothing more aggressively than usual. But yeah, apparently my gain's just acting weird yeah it's just acting weird yeah because hell i think last week i was playing doom and you couldn't hear the clicking nope all i heard was the unbridled rage everyone loves some unbridled rage yeah uh so Twy, how's uh how's witcher going i've got my way through a lot of the story i'm fine i'm out of felon and I've been running through Novigrad for several days. Well, there you go. Novigrad. Short, the, sweet, to the point. Novigrad, the city that has a lot of quests in it, and you'll be running around it a lot because you can't run with a horse. <laughs> oh, that's, God, it's Assassin's Creed 1 logic. <laughs> well, that's why I suggest whenever you eventually reach Novigrad, you make sure that you have the werewolf deco decoction, because that'll make it where you're sprinting isn't going to strain your stamina. <clears throat> And good. funnily enough, good to know. In a city, your run, your sprinting, which you can do, is faster than your horse. Well, I would assume sprinting is a lot faster than. That's because uh, your horse can't sprint in a city. That would cause yeah. much chaos if a horse was just galloping through downtown. <laughs> I mean, it won't even let you gallop through the outskirts of the city. Yeah, Parts no, that sounds like Assassin's wall. Creed one. The parts outside the wall. Fucking infuriating part of that game. Every five minutes. Assassin! I am just riding my horse in the countryside. <laughs> Leave me alone. More like oh, people right. commenting on various ways to describe your hair as white. And why it's white. Filthy mutant. <laughs> He's a witcher. And also getting attacked by bandits, because that happens all. See, Pretty and sure that's, that's one thing I've, I've always found weird about the witcher. You are playing a character who is well-known, who regularly goes up against the, the things that go bump in the night, the who things that ate your horse, and, and things that could eat your house, possibly. And bandits think it's a good idea to just be like, I'm going to take your coin purse. <laughs> really? Oh, well, part of it's bad, part of it's, uh, in Novigrad at least, part of it's like gang wars. You get you get one gang leader angry at you, and suddenly the instead of bandits, you have a lot of his henchmen attacking. You. That's not better. His <laughs> controls point still stands, because any gang leader who gets angry at you, I want him dead, uh, sir. Well, that's he's a Geralt God, of yeah. sir. He's that's a goddamn Geralt witcher. Of Rivia? He's I, a witcher, and I, mean, I like breathing. In this this world, there's like maybe. 10 witchers left in the entire world. They're still, like, essentially Superman. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people think they have advantage in numbers. Well, same thing and yet they still people. only attack you, like, three at a time at most. Well, sometimes the witch hunters will have up to, like, 10, especially when you end up killing them. Yeah, but if you, you know... At one point, you end up making a priest angry at you because you point out how his preaching doesn't save anybody from ghouls. And he calls the witch hunters on you. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad you're still enjoying The Witcher. What playthrough is this now? 
Uh, this is my second playthrough. Still sad that I let one important NPC die because I forgot to tell the games I wanted to simulate Witcher 2 saves. Womp womp. Wait, I thought if you didn't simulate, or if you didn't replicate a save, uh, you would you could choose what happened. If you if you tell the game to simulate your save after your time in White Orchard, they'll give you an NPC that questions you on things that happened for record keeping. Yeah. And you tell him what happened. If you don't... Oh, but if, if you, you don't, don't do that, it save, does a default one? Yeah, it'll, it'll choose what, what happened on its own. Uh. And this particular NPC doesn't live if you don't uh, simulate your save. Huh. Hmm. Weird, but... Yeah, fair enough. In the canon storyline, he doesn't survive. Well, there is no canon storyline. There is no canon storyline. All the games take place after all the books. Do they? Yes. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, that's why Siri is older. Well, Siri. Because in all of the books, she's a kid. Apparently, in the show, she's a teenager, which still bothers me. Why? Because Geralt looks so young? No, because there's one part of the game that would parallel us perfectly with the end of the Netflix series of Witcher, black, end of the season, but she's like 10 years older, hey. and it bothers me. Wait, which game? The third game? The third game has a scene where it has a very similar scene and layout as... The end of the Witcher season in, on Netflix, but she's ten years older. Hmm. It bothers me, eh. because it's a very yeah. nice scene, and I love the scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you got to make things look good for TV. Well, Netflix. I get why they made her older. You can't work with kids and expect them to be good, but still, that's fair. I wouldn't want to work with child actors either. And to be fair, after I got over the initial shock of how old she is, the actress is not that bad. No, everybody in that show is really good. I know. They they cast that show really well. Fucking Henry Cavill's too ripped to be Geralt, though. <laughs> Henry Cavill. <laughs> I mean, Geralt's I pretty don't... ripped in the game, too. I know, That's but true. have you seen like the uh, the interviews where they talk about how they keep having to make or get new outfits for Henry Cavill because his muscles keep wearing out the leather? <laughs> Like he's so jacked, he's wearing out the leather of these. To be fair, that's probably costumes. what would happen with a Witcher if it wasn't a game. Probably, because there's literally potions that'll strengthen your muscles. So I'm guessing they make your muscles bigger. Oh, that being said, apparently that this is a rumor that's going around. Apparently, um, after CD Projekt Red finishes Cyberpunk. They are starting work on a new Witcher project. Hmm. Works for me. I wonder how that's going to work, but okay. Maybe you play as Siri. Well, they actually looked up what the canon ending of the third game was, and I think one of the developers just straight up said, whichever ending you like is the canon ending. Well, yeah. But one of those endings, I... Siri dies. Don't, don't spoil things for folk. I mean, it's an old-ass game, yes, but not everyone's played it because it's a long-ass game. I mean, there are, game. like, five endings, so good luck actually reaching that one. Well, I feel like not many people would go with the choices that would lead to that. 
That's the thing with Witcher, though. Sometimes you don't know what your choices will lead to. What, like waffling between the two love interests? <laughs> I was talking about turning a horse, turning know a tree yet. into a horse. But he doesn't know. <laughs> or at least I don't think I he knows. I wasn't planning on waffling. <laughs> I don't think he's, he's into redheads. We all know this. But I don't think I mean, he's. What I'm in, mm. I don't think he's seeing the scene. What happens when you romance both? Yeah, it's a good scene. <laughs> yes, it's hilarious. It is. I am so far out of the goddamn loop. <laughs> well, maybe you should play The Witcher. Yeah, actually play it. I figured out why you were stuck. <laughs> Fix it. Because you didn't use potions? No. Or oils? Were... No, because that one part of the quest, you didn't know what to do next. And that's because you didn't uh, go to the witch to do the other half of that quest. And I can't spoil because he won't play the game. I'll just add it to my list of 800 other games to play. Mind you, I'm more apt to play that one than finish Death Stranding. He'll add it to his other list of 800 games to finish eventually. Yeah, you'd think I'd be working harder through that in this whole quarantine thing. Yeah, like, you know, Doom. (sighs) I'll be honest, even when I'm watching you guys play Doom, I get bored. I mean, it's going around murdering everything. Death, murder this, murder that, the same animation... I swear I saw you ripping a eyeball out of that one thing's head like 800 times. Yeah, but cacodemons are a pain in the ass to deal with. Plus that popping sound it makes is great. <laughs> Shane, I'm pretty sure everyone knows that you have a thing for Doom. Well, that just makes it sound weird. You sound weird in the middle of your stream. What, when I start singing while slaughtering things with a chainsaw? Yes. I'm singing in the rain. And even from the start of the stream, you're always giggling. I I see nothing wrong with this. Control, do you see anything wrong with this? No, because you do thing. I don't giggle. You don't giggle, but eventually you just start going mad. No, I end up getting mad, not going mad. It's a subtle difference. Very subtle in your case. She's full of sass tonight. Seems so. It's really not that different from any other night, but... She's just more vocal about it. Light's not here, so someone has to fill the void. Like there would be a void. Congratulations, listeners. Me and Control are apparently the void. <laughs> the void, void, void. Nah, it's just that this show apparently needs three hosts at any given time. Whenever Light's not here, I have to talk more. You don't it's have pathetic. to, you choose to. Plus, you've been talking more anyway. Not really. He's got a point. No, you have. You you definitely have talked much more than you usually do. You took up at least 20 minutes of last week's episode. That's only when you're talking about Witcher, a game that I actively play. <laughs> but we weren't talking about Witcher. Oh, Listeners, if you remember, she spent 20 minutes talking about Stellaris. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. That Are other game I play. No, it's just that I've been playing a lot of Witcher, and it's a very different type of game. Well, yeah. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Only completely. <laughs> I still, on the topic of, of Stellaris, though, it is slightly annoying that all of the artwork and things for it and screenshots and all that, it's all on-planet stuff. Yeah, you never get to zoom into the actual planets. Oh, no, because that's not the point. Yeah, but they have all those pretty images and it makes you think that maybe you'll get 
a scene where you get to actually see what these plants look like on the ground. Absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> that would make your computer melt. Yeah, but remind me of the last part, last game part of Spore, and so bit of a nostalgia trip. Oh God, you just reminded me of Spore. That game always was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't bad though. That was the weird part. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't it was, good, but it was pretty fun. Well, it was like seven different games mashed together. Yep. But once you got into like the, all right, it's time to make your creature. 90% of the uh, <laughs> fan base just made giant penises walking around. Well, or that's, made things that... That's probably because shouldn't... there was a limited amount of things you could actually put on your creature. Some people actually mod that out oh, no. and made when, impressive things. When they added the creature creator, they added a lot of stupid stuff to that. It got yep. weird. I think I saw once where there was an online bit for that, or an online expansion that people paid for, and then all the servers were shut down. So you couldn't even have it, even if you had a physical copy. Well, yeah, that always happens with games like that. I, I forget what that was called, because I remember it. Galactic something. Yeah, Galactic Adventures. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. It's spored... Spore never got its time to shine. But it seems like a lot of people like, actually remember it, though. Well, no, a lot of people do remember it. Because everybody was excited for it, but then nobody talks about it. Because it was... The guy who made it, who's the same guy who made The Sims and Sim City, Will Wright, everybody just... It was like, oh, it's not as good as The Sims. And it's just a five watered-down games bashed into one. We'll take this aspect of this game and this aspect of this game and throw them all together, and what do we get? Spore. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll take a weird action fighting game, then turn it into an RTS, then turn it into Civilization. Yeah, it was like MMO RTS to Civ, back down to RTS. Yeah, because when you got to the the galactic stage where you're just colonizing planets. It's just flying around and dropping creatures on planets and taking over the universe. Dropping egg sacs and taking over. Yep, basically. Not weird at all. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, apart from Doom, I haven't really played anything that much either. I, uh, I, I've been, I spent some time solo slooping today in Sea of Thieves, though, just to do the new, um, Tall Tale. Oh, yeah. How did that uh, go? Oh, yeah. Found out uh, spoilers for anybody who actually gives a shit about Sea of Thieves lore. <laughs> Which, yeah, there might be some of you. Um, Stitcher Jim is evil, or he's an idiot, or both. Uh, and he worships Captain Flameheart. So you have to go stop him from creating an Ashen Lord. <laughs> yep. And then Flameheart does something to him and he goes running off and cry and does a cry runs off screaming and, and crying pretty much yeah and then you get a chest that you give to that same guy from the last tall tale pendragon mm -hmm. and he releases his old crew from it and that's the end huh. the only the only neat thing about it is it's mainly like a platforming quest 
So, like, you got a lot of traps to avoid and jumping puzzles to do, and there's three different routes you can take. Oh, God. It, it's one of those ones. Like, when you had to yeah. do the Trap Master person. Yep. But you have to do it three times to get, like, the full achievement for it. <sighs> like, the the 100% completion. So, you can just take a different path every time. Right. If you want to do that. And it'll technically be a different mission every time. Technically. And what did you get for doing it three times? I mean, I didn't do it three times. I only did it the once to get the Ashen Dragon Hull. Uh. So more glowy shit for my ship. Yeah. But, yeah, no. I, I didn't intend to do that when I started playing. I intended just to farm my merchants uh, alliance. Right. But, so I grabbed a merchant, a cargo quest, loaded up my sloop, which took me about 20 minutes to do. Uh, just taking shit from the tavern to the sloop. Then sailed off to my destination where there was a brig waiting. I don't know if you remember me saying this while you guys were on call, but I spotted that brig and it disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, it just was waiting behind a rock. <laughs> and It wanted so they to make hunted. friends. Yeah, technically. They hunted me. I plugged them like five times and then tried to run and then thought they were like turning off. They were not. Hmm. I had accidentally sailed too close to the shroud. <laughs> so they came back, lit my ship on fire, broke my mast, killed me four times, fixed my ship, <laughs> played a song with me, shot me again, and then sent me sailing off into the shroud. So you remember last night when I was joking about taking over someone's sloop and just killing them repeatedly? Yeah. So it just happened to you. Basically. <laughs> Honestly, as I, as I sailed off into the shroud, I just kind of typed into the chat like, well played. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even mad. One bad thing about Wasn't Witcher. Wasn't even mad. There is a quest in Witcher that says collect them all. It wants you to collect all the Gwent cards. Fuck that. Yeah, I I, I've seen where... that quest and I, yeah, I said fuck that noise. I have this thing where I don't like my quest log saying failed such and such quest. Except there are some quests where you have to fail, like you get two quests and one will fail if you do the other. That's why you don't take up the second quest. <laughs> but genius for the collect them all Ooh. game. I don't like it showing up as failed. I don't mind it sitting there in progress in Denfrit work in progress indefinitely. But for Gwent, there are some players that only show up during specific quests. So if you finish that quest without getting your Gwent card, you fail to collect them all. Yep. So I've redone this this one mission three times to get to win that stupid Gwent tournament to get the stupid Gwent card so I can move on. <laughs> there you go. Uh, bit of I didn't want to say I failed the mission. Bit of thing, uh, for anybody who listens to this between now and the third, which is Friday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, so you'll only have a day, but uh, <laughs> I was gonna the say open... it sounded like okay. So you so you'd might as well just say between now and tomorrow. So yeah, if you listen to this on Thursday, <laughs> uh, April second. Um, the Resident Evil Resistance beta started, so 
I'm going to download that after we play this. Control, I suggest you do the same. <laughs> I'm not going to play it alone. What are you What are you mad? Oh, that's the other thing I played this week. Uh, we played Control. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds, the beta for that. Yeah. We yes, we did play Warzone. that. That was a thing. Yeah, but we've talked about Warzone to death. <laughs> Warzone. Drop in. Shoot people, get shot, die, go to Gulag, get shot. Get shot, die, <laughs> get bought back, die. <laughs> Sounds about right. I mean, that's pretty much any arena game. Yeah. yeah but, not all uh, arena games have Gulag. That's true. Usually it's just you get shot, you die. Yeah. Okay, so they have one uh, extra bit of content. Exactly. Yeah. It makes it different. <laughs> Keyword there content yeah it makes it different it makes it fun because you're not immediately out of the fight yeah yeah but for you guys it's kind of the same thing because you usually get shot dead two seconds after you respawn yeah potato potato <laughs> yeah same thing you still die um but yeah we played predator hunting grounds and that game is a game <laughs> it is not the worst game i have played and no. honestly the gameplay itself isn't bad the ui is atrocious absolutely <laughs> and i'll be honest all of the guns handle the same yeah and the shotgun hits like a truck it does even from range i was yep i was shocked like i, I think i stole aren't, someone else's shotgun at one point aren't shotguns supposed to shoot, hit you like a truck yes not from long range yeah not from like these are dudes wearing you know body armor from you know like 20 yards away and just boom like it sound like when you hit a target the sound has more impact than the shot but these yeah, dudes just get like laid out yeah and i will also say the ai is pretty dumb well and they're like, supposed I to be yeah, like, the whole premise of the game is you are insert squad from Predator movie here. and This is a Black Ops mission. Yeah, and you have to go into the jungle to do question mark. Find a sample, download a thing. Everything is just hit a button next to the objective and wait. Yeah. The whole purpose of that for the soldiers is, one, to give them something to do while they wait to die. <laughs> and... To help the Predator figure out where the hell you are on this pretty big map. But there's a parkour system for the Predator that's pretty cool. The Predator gameplay itself is much more refined than the Soldier gameplay. Yeah. Like, you can tell they put some love into designing that Predator. It, it's not a bad game, but it's definitely not something that I would not... It, it's like Dead by Daylight. I wouldn't want to so, solo queue it. Yeah. Playing with friends, especially, <laughs> murder your friends. Especially not playing as the uh, soldiers, because Predator is broke as fuck. Well, half of his shit is instant down. Yeah, and, well, and that was, like, the shoulder cannon packed a wallop. Definitely did. And it should. But the, like, fucking staff. What the hell? The Staff of Wisdom. That, that stupid staff, it was just like, oh, hey, he's right here. 
oh god, he's got the staff out. We're all dead. Yeah, mind you, the wrist blades do fuck all. Yeah, they. Now, they... I under. I. Go for it. I fully understand it's a video game, so they can't have the wrist blades tearing people in half like in the movies. Because <laughs> if you died in one hit from the Predator, that game would not be fun at all. I could but... see how they could make a game like that, though. Um, So, this is going to be a weird one to throw it back to. But you remember Fortnite did the uh, Avengers event, where someone could play as Thanos? Yeah. So take that idea, or, you know, Depth, the Megalodon mode. Oh. Where when someone kills the Predator, and the Predator is beefy as fuck, they become the Predator. Yeah, except for if your party does all the damage and you just get the last blow. That's that's a mechanic. I mean, there, <laughs> there's only so much to be done with that. Like, yes, you could go by who dealt the most damage. But then on the other end, if the guy who dealt the most damage gets outright murked, then yeah, someone else is going to get that kill. Yeah, yeah well, but that, I remember that, that driving Shane insane. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is one thing about this game. The Predator is still beefy as shit. Yeah. And you can plug him with like eight clips of ammunition. Aren't they supposed to be beefy? Yeah, yeah. that's the whole point. You said clip. Oh, God, did I? Yep. Gonna be no. judged. Judged. No. <laughs> Such a fail. Why do I always do that? Such a fail. Um, but no. Seven magazines. <laughs> take take the idea from, like, what they did with Depth and put that into the Predator mode where you kill the Predator, you become the Predator, and you could still have him drop in from fucking outer space. Because, I mean, oh yeah, it's a new drop pod that just, you know, basically landed in the outskirts. And now he's jumping into the valley to, uh, you know, avenge his buddy type of thing. Um, what was it? Pre uh, predators movie where, like, they were in the jungle dealing with a whole batch of predators hunting them down. Yeah. So you, it, it'd be kind of like that idea where, yeah, there are multiple... You know, multiple predators end up showing up, but it's a point game to see who gets to the top point scale that that would be a really fun mode for them to add yeah keep i know yeah keep the current mode for faster games but then have that point game where it's like no the objective is to hunt down the predator i could say you'd still have like the npc like soldier guys but that would just this be the point thing now you would get bonus points for killing those guys while trying to track down the predator Right, and their whole purpose would once again be to lure the Predator to you. Yeah. So it's not just you playing hide-and-seek with the guy trying to survive as long as he can as the Predator. Yep. But it it's not a bad game. It It's just it's the same thing as Dead by Daylight, any of those games. It's more fun with friends. Yeah. Indeedly um, doodly. Yeah. Uh, I did have a nifty moment in Sea of Thieves today. Just as the last bit of what have we been playing. Mm -hmm. uh, I was about to log off so we could do this. Saw a sloop. Debated killing the sloop. And then decided to not kill them and just give them all my stuff. Because I'm logging off. What the fuck do I need it for? <laughs> Things and stuff? They, start they started shooting me. 
So I had to like be like, whoa, 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 no, 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 don't want, no, here, no, I want to give you guys things, I want to help Hold you. Hold the sloop over. I still say you should have told that brig to pull over. The one today? No, the one from the stream. Oh, the one from, okay, oh yeah, that one. Uh, that was a you fun. You didn't even have the decency to have a ship battle at the end of that stream. Failures, all of you. That's because the rest of them left like 20 minutes before we finished. You two could pile up rigs. We can't have a ship battle with two people. Sure you can. I mean, we can. It'll just be us sailing parallel, firing, and whoever sinks first. Yeah. Exactly. No, it'll just Which... be raised sails. I'll just be spinning in a circle, switching from gun <laughs> to gun. <laughs> it's, it's just that roulette game where you put your sensitivity on 100, spin around, and fire. Yep. Still, failures, both of you. Oh, Man. shush. But, I still have uh, to, to foresee with that thing, though. What? Nothing. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. No, you... Mm. You are not allowed to do that. No using our D&D characters to stream blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are going to take a very quick commercial break. And, we'll be uh, back after these short messages. Yeah, we're going to play some promos from some other podcasts in our little conglomerate. So uh, go check out the promos, then go check out those shows, and we'll see you shortly. Hey guys, Snow here. I just wanted to give a real quick uh, intro. Snow, what are you doing? Uh, Grog, I'm in the middle of something. I can see that. Wait, wait a minute. Microphone, headset, script. Are you recording the new promo? Yes, Grog, I was recording the new promo. Well, without me, but I'm the master of toast. Plus, I've been practicing. Okay, fine. You can help. I'll read the script. Just chime in when you feel like you have something important to say. Yes. Hi, guys. Snow here. And Grog. <laughs> I just wanted to give a real quick introduction to our podcast, Missing Role Player Found. We are an actual play Pathfinder podcast following the adventures of the Odd Guild. That's for killed. We were all living our normal lives until we tried the latest MMORPG. And that's when we found out we were all trapped in the game and we could die. Oh, but don't worry. We still find plenty of time to have fun. Sometimes a little too much fun, if you know what I mean. Yes, Grog, I think we all do. And that's why it took us so long to finish the last floor. Hey, that one wasn't my fault. Any of that sound interesting? Why don't you check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Nailed it. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. And we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed those promos. Go check out those awesome shows. Um, we got a couple of pieces of news just to touch on real quick. Uh, Outer Worlds has a Switch release date of June 5th now, so if you haven't played that and you have a Switch, you can now play it. Hooray. Some people might be getting Final Fantasy VII early. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Hopefully you're one of them. I'm looking for that email. 
That's for certain. <laughs> Considering um, the whole debacle I had with my initial order. Hey, you got it fixed, so it's all good now. I did. I did. Still ragey about that, though. That's fair. That's a fair reason to be ragey. I would have been ragey, too, if, say, Bethesda had done that with my copy yeah. of Doom. Oh, oh hey, here's an email saying, uh, we canceled your pre-order. What? <laughs> you mean that $300 game that I pre-ordered a year ago? Yeah. Yeah, that one. You, did I ever you tell you ahead? the reason why they canceled it? Uh, I feel like you did, but go ahead and tell our listeners. It was because the credit card got declined when they tried to bill the order. But I never got an email notification from them saying your credit card was declined. So it was literally just, oh, hey, we're going to start the billing process for the pre-ordered uh, for the pre-ordered copies. Your pre-order has been canceled. Hmm. That's shady as fuck. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I hit up the response thing because they put it like there's a link and they're like, if this was done in error, please send us a notice here. It's sent it and I was like, canceled. I never requested to have this canceled. So what's going on? Took them like a week to respond. Jeez. And uh, like, they basically they gave me the rundown, and it was basically you know long story short. She's just like, yeah, it appears that the credit card that was on file was declined possibly and like i just responded to the email i was like yeah of course it was declined i pre-ordered this a year ago it probably expired but i never got a notice about that i just got a notice saying my order was canceled so i'm gonna keep this in mind for the future and probably never order anything through square enix oh yeah because you ordered that directly through through them not from like a retailer yeah so I sent that, and like an hour later, I get a message back, you know, basically saying, you know, well, we're sorry that this happened. Um, I will see what I can do on my end to try and get you a link to replace that pre-order. Because I went to the website to see if I could even reorder it just through the website. And it's like, oh, no, it's fully waitlist. So it's like, well, I know there's at least one copy sitting there. So yeah, what? Watch mm. now, though, since you had that whole debacle happen, you're not going to get yours for like a year. I will stab somebody. I know. <laughs> I know you will. Oh, man. I will uh, I will go to Square Enix headquarters and ritualistically sacrifice a PS4. <laughs> screaming at the door. <laughs> like... Just god damn it. Just outside in a in a Final Fantasy cosplay sacrificing a PS4 with a machi- with a buster sword. You know what? I know someone that could probably make me a buster sword. I could do this. It could be done. Just cuz it could be doesn't mean it should be. <laughs> Well, now I'm just thinking of the logistics and how much it might cost. Oh, God. 
I've put bad <laughs> ideas in my co-host's head. I mean, sheet I metal's mean... really cheap, and you know, finding a guy that can, doesn't mind doing some metalworking. Okay, yeah, that, I could probably get this all done. You know, even with the plane ticket and everything, especially with prices right now, I could probably get this done for you know under two thousand. This train of thought worries me. Are you gonna be okay? I mean, if you hear on the news about a guy ritualistically sacrificing a PS4, dressed in a costume, wielding a Buster Sword, just you know, pay it no mind. But I mean, on the where do you I might call you for bail video? money. <laughs> I was about to say, where do you think they're gonna get the video <laughs> from me? Uh, but no, it. It should all be sorted out, and maybe I get lucky and get the copy early. If not, very well. I just, you know, I want it. <laughs> I want it. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> uh, um, couple of other Switch releases. Uh, Bioshock, all of them are coming, including the one we don't talk about. Two didn't happen, in my opinion. <laughs> eh, two wasn't the worst thing in the world. But it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Oh, and uh, apparently, since Jedi Academy just released on Switch... Right. I, I told you about this yesterday. Uh, PC players have been invading the Switch multiplayer matches <laughs> and just wrecking shit. <laughs> so, those poor bastards. Oh, I forgot about this sweepstake. So, apparently, if you ordered through Square Enix, they're doing a sweepstake for all the pre-ordered copies of Final Fantasy to get a watch a chronograph watch styled after like it's basically a white or a black one or like a silver or a black one based on uh cloud or sephiroth oh that's neat yeah i'm curious how expensive those watches would be by themselves more than they should be oh absolutely it has square enix written somewhere on it and final fantasy yeah yeah no, that, that watch is 100% more expensive than it has any right to be. <laughs> so, there's that. Yeah. But, uh, so to close out this episode, um, it is our, I wanted to do this last week for our 50th episode. I know Light thinks I should wait till next week because that would technically be our year anniversary, but. I mean, yeah. with him being abducted by aliens, Maybe we'll get him back in time. Well, I, I still wanted to, to do it for the 50th, so we're going to do it on the 51st. <laughs> also, we've been doing this for 50 episodes. Cue cheering. Yay! Yeah, cue the grunt birthday party noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... If I don't have one of those... Oh my god. Party poppers? No. Yeah. Nope. I think something happened in the background. It's <laughs> very possible. I heard an, oh my god, and then nothing. <laughs> yep. 
so Twy may have also been abducted by aliens. We'll figure it out yep. in a minute. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, Light won't be able to answer these questions this week. If the aliens give him back, we'll have him answer them next week. Unless he's been lobotomized. Nah, I have his brain downloaded on a save drive. He'll be fine. Darn it, what game was that? Uh, Shit. Uh, destroy all humans? No, no. Chappie? Nope. Similar idea, but no. Um. Uh, really? No. What? Brain wasn't downloaded in Doom. Well, technically, Hayden was downloaded. He downloaded superpowers into you. Well, that's in Doom Eternal. I'm talking about in the first Doom. Yeah. No. Oh, my goodness. You're at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, oh, Soma. Yeah, Soma. Yeah. Pulled a Soma on him. We've got a backup copy somewhere. That I it's had Soma. Sim- I don't actually own Soma. Hmm. I've 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 heard it's good. Never I played I, it. I could have swore I got a copy of it on something. Maybe it was Epic. That sounds it, likely. Yeah. I've I've got I've got so many random ass games on Epic that I've just never played. But it's like, hey, here's two free games. Do I get to keep them forever? Yes. Dope. Cool. Yep, there um, it is, Soma. <laughs> right next to Slime Rancher and Steep. You have... Okay, Steep makes sense. Slime Rancher? I suppose you just clicked add. Yeah, oh yeah. Every time they put out the, hey, here are the new games of the month, I always just go in, it's like, add to library, add to library. I mean, that's the way to do it. Yeah, it's how I got Moonlighter. That's how I have Life is Strange. That was, I think that was actually one I, oh, okay, PS4, the PlayStation yeah. Plus games. Yeah. Oh, that is why I, I have that Hades. one. Hades. I still have to play that one. Um, basically, Bastion, but you're the Olympic in god. Hell? Yeah, you're in hell. Yeah. But, anyway, uh, questions from users. Answers so, uh, from podcasters <laughs> shit i think that has to be the title <laughs> <laughs> um all right so our first one comes from facebook okay our first two actually uh from my mother hi mom uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is your all-time favorite and least favorite game I'm presuming for you it's Doom and not Doom. Well, <laughs> no, it'd be Halo 3 for my all-time favorite. Uh. I put so many hours into Halo 3 if I didn't, if that one didn't maintain the number one slot, <laughs> something would be wrong with me. Yeah. Um, For me, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. That's not shocking. Yeah, Um, considering I have it on PlayStation 1. I have both the greatest hits and non-greatest hits of it. Uh, I have it on the PSP. I have it on... I don't Actually, I don't think I ever bought a PS4 version of it from the, from the Play Store, but I do have the Xbox version of it. Um, Holy shit. What? 
that's a lot. I mean, you own that about as much as I own Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Um, and considering all of the offshoot games that are in the same Metroidvania style, I think I have three different ones on the DS. I have Bloodstained on here. Um, let's see. There was actually the Ooh, other... played Bloodstained. There's the other Xbox game, which was like a mishmash. It basically took all of the ca- the Metroidvania characters from all the Castlevania games put out between DS and uh, the PlayStation and put them into one game. So you oh, could play God. as any of the characters going through the same stages. But they all had different abilities and different play styles for them. So it's like if you played as Alucard from Symphony of the Night, you used your spells and weapons. But if you played as Soma from, uh, I think they took the Soma from Aria of Darkness. Um, he used his soul abilities and weapons. And then there was another one where you played as a female who, similar to Bloodstained, that used shards. Um, she would, uh, she primarily used spells and demon summons. But again, each one played differently as you went through the same stages. So you had uh, kind of different mechanics you had to work around. But it was multiplayer as well. So you could have four people on different points of this map playing. I think we should I think we should just take it from Castlevania Symphony of the Night and just chalk it up to Castlevania in general. Uh, I was never Might actually be. a big fan of Castlevania 3, although I tried my damnedest to beat it. Yeah, but you can. The series can be your favorite game series of all time without you not liking one of them. I mean, yeah. I'm on record as saying how much I hate Halo Four. True, and yeah, I, I think once once they got into the the proper Metroidvania style with that more free flowing and open environment instead of linear, is where that series just took off. I agree, and then they killed it by going 3D. Well, that was still back in like the 64 era and then the Nintendo DS came out and they're like, let's bring this 2D shit back. Oh yeah, with Lords of Shadow 2. No. Well, that, uh, okay, yes, there was. I'm talking about the Lords of Shadow games. I was actually not 100% against them. I didn't like how they kind of twisted some of the lore from the older Castlevania games. But as as like a separate entity i was okay with the overall it was basically just god of war with you yeah. know dracula yeah i i never played them i i haven't played any castlevania games so my opinion mm. on that is very very moot so the first one for lords of shadow um you play as belmont Right. I, I know the lore of Lords of Shadow. Where he then becomes Dracula, and then you're yeah. going through the second one as Dracula. Which, yeah. that was a little weird, where it's like, yeah, the <laughs> Dracula actually is the Belmont. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry? <laughs> you did what? Is this, is this just the Belmont? This is just the Belmont lines. They kill Dracula, and then the ne- that Belmont becomes Dracula. <laughs> Um, but again, Dracula's like they just a name passed down like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. Uh, 
but it was, it was kind of a shame that they took away from because there was an uh there was a 3D Castlevania on PS2. That there? yeah, um, and that one actually played off of that was the first reimagining of the origin of the Belmont clan because it didn't actually involve Belmont initially. So it was like the original drag, uh, the the original vampire, and the original um, hunter, but they had different names. And then at the very end, it's re- like it's revealed kind of who they are, or who they were involved with, and kind of the origin of the genealogy. Oh, well, that's neat. Yeah, um, I can't remember it specifically because it's been ages since I played that one. That one actually took me a while to uh, find a copy because it it wasn't necessarily a big hit. Um, I'm actually blanking on the name because I don't have it here. What was it? I just go to images. Curse of Darkness. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, because they had Lament of Innocence, which looked better than Curse of Darkness did. Curse of Darkness felt like a mix between like N64 graphics and early PS2 graphics. And then later on, they came out with Lament of Innocence, which looked very polished. Um, Like I said, I... Sorry, (laughs) I'm a big fan of Castlevania. I can't help it. No. You just did an accidental deep dive into it. I can't help myself. I know. I held back from doing it with Halo. (laughs) But that's because the deep dive into Halo is shoot the guns at the aliens and occasionally shoot them at robots. (laughs) Halo. Robotic aliens. From outer space. Yep. That sounds like a shitty 80s sci-fi movie. (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, but then we're we're looking at least favorite now yeah that's a lot harder to think of because i have to think of a game that i absolutely abhor that i've actually played exactly it's like if it's a game i didn't like i probably didn't buy it so it's just kind of well off in the ether now well that's the whole thing it's I had plenty of games on the PS2 that were trash. Like, but I sold half of those and haven't given them a thought since. Well, and and that's what makes it difficult is like, it was so bad. I don't, I don't care about it anymore. And I, yeah, I would probably lean towards it being a fighting game for myself. That's fair. That, that seems like something that really wouldn't be your style, especially, I know how fighting games are online and Oh yeah. fuck. No, I'm I'm talking like so the one the one that comes to mind as the reason I don't play fighting games seriously Dead or Alive 4. I snapped oh, a controller God. in half <laughs> by being so angry at the last boss cuz the last boss was like this amorphous Female-bodied, metallic thing. And I think I fought it for about an hour. 
And the breaking point was when I got a round on it. So it was, you know, one nothing. You know. Yeah. First to two or whatever. I was like, sweet. Next round they won, and it was like, okay, but it was a decent fight. Third round. I lose within ten seconds. Oh god. It did a singular combo that killed me. Just completely wiped out my health bar. And it was like it started with a counter grab, rolled into a submission grab, finishing with basically a neck snap, and my character just dropped, KO'd instantly. And I just I stared at the screen and I just hear the crack. And I looked down and my controller is in two pieces. I was like Cool, that's $50 I gotta go spend for a new controller, and I am never touching this game again. And then I think I ended up buying uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted on Xbox, which was fan-goddamn-tastic. Love that game. That's another good one. Yeah. I forgot they released that one for the 360. Oh, yeah, it was the better version, because they came out with the later one, and that one I I did not like. Like, the... Well, obviously the original Most Wanted was the better version. Hell, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> racing up the blacklist against the guy who stole your car yeah of course when you get your car back it's not nearly as fast as when he was driving it and it's also not as good as the car you've now got the entire <laughs> time <laughs> like at some point you just have to think like this dude showed up to the race and this guy was like i'm gonna beat this oh my <laughs> god uh, I should have killed him. <laughs> uh, um, shit. I, uh, I guess if I had to say the my least favorite game I've ever played, huh? God, that is a fucking hard one. That's a doozy. No, it like it seriously is. Cause it's the same thing that you just said. It's like if I didn't like the game, I've ejected it from my mind. <laughs> right. It... <laughs> yeah. No. Brain short circuited. Brain dot exe not found. I mean, has there been a game uh, Fallout seventy six? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't even <laughs> classify that as my least favorite game. That's True. just a hot pile of garbage. Yeah, that one. I still respect what they did with it. You get an A for tr- effort, guys, but your execution sucked. Yeah, A for effort, F for... You know what? F for effort as well. Because if they'd actually put effort in, the game probably would have done well. Yeah, probably true. It still has its weird following, though. Yeah. There's still people that play... Yeah. Mostly so they can I, steal other people's stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I guess if I had to say my least favorite game that I've played and tried to get into, Counter-Strike. Really? Counter-Strike? I don't like Counter-Strike. Hmm. I've never... And it might just be because... I've never been good at Counter-Strike. And yet he likes to play Siege. Because I can actually win in Siege. (laughs) I can't win in Counter-Strike. 
But that's like a multiplayer game, and that's like saying, and, and I mean, I'm I'm gonna get flamed for saying that. What you think? What you just don't like it because you suck? Yes, that is exactly why I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess like technically the same could be said about me and DOA. Yeah. Well, no, that would legitimately make I I I never beat Mortal Kombat Nine. <laughs> like the the reboot, right? Because that boss fight with Shao Kahn at the end, same deal. Yeah. Minus the controller snapping. Well, and that's the thing. I still think the funniest thing that ever came from it afterwards, because um, it's Ninja Theory, is the group that uh, made that and then Ninja Gaiden, is that yeah. Ninja Theory has come out and apologized for their game being too hard before. Like, hey... Was that Ninja... Wasn't that Ninja Gaiden 2? It might have been 2. But yeah, it, it, when when the developers of the game say, hey, yeah, we, we realize we kind of programmed the AI in this to be way too much of a dick. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder about some of their other games then, because, you know, Dark Souls is a challenge. Like... If you do good timing and you understand mechanics, you're good. People do no hit runs in that game because they're that good with timing and mechanics. Then you've got Ninja Gaiden where it's like, all right, we're going to throw 20 fucking raptors at you. Raptors? Yeah, they're being ridden by ninjas and the ninjas have swords. The raptors Wait, also what? have swords. I, I don't know. I'm Actually, I think they did have raptors in one of them. No, no, no. This was, the, this was just... My oh, interpretation of the the average gamer like, huh? <laughs> it's like raptors. Uh, wait, in the ninja? No, they have ninjas on them. Uh, uh, how do I fight them? You don't. Yeah, they maul you repeatedly. Oh, well, that like this, is, uh, this ceased being fun. I think Ninja Gaiden Five had the T Rex or some shit. I don't know. I think it literally I, I, did have a T-Rex. I only played Ninja Gaiden 2. I played Ninja Gaiden 1? And I enjoyed no, it. Because, I mean, Ninja that one... Ninja Gaiden... Well, you're talking about the PS3 one, right? Uh, it was Xbox, I think. I don't know what it was, but you're not talking about Ninja Gaiden original, because that was on, like, the Switch. Oh, yeah. Also, apparently, a super difficult game, but... Not as brutal. <laughs> yeah. Shall we move on to the next question? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do this one as a uh, kind of a twofer because we got a very similar question from both, once again, my mother. <laughs> well, actually, it's it's different enough. So how did we all get together to do the podcast? Um, so most of us met through D&D doing that online me and light did and we originally wanted to start a podcast with our dm from that and that didn't pan out and then we tried it again if it's the one i'm thinking it, of that sounds like a terrible idea it was not a good idea he played devil's advocate the whole time for things he shouldn't have been playing devil's advocate for i was about to say i sometimes play devil's advocate yeah, but when you play Devil's Advocate, it's not something that you blatantly shouldn't be play playing Devil's Advocate for. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then we started 
um, the project that originally became this recorded a couple episodes of that, and you can find them on YouTube. <laughs> um, that was when it was It's All Bullshit, and then we started playing D&D with uh, Control, and we told him that we were doing a podcast and asked if he wanted to be there because we had like a pre-chat where we were just shooting the shit about some new game that was coming out. And now we're here. <laughs> I, I mean that that's the that's how we all got together. It was all through D and D and just talking stuff. And I met Control through my buddy Ben, and one thing led to another. Yeah, and here we are. Now you're listening to us fifty episodes later. Good for you for sticking around this long. Yeah. Seriously though, fifty episodes. That's that is a honestly that is a long time. That is a lot of episodes. We made it a year. That is a lot of time talking to each other without murdering each other. <laughs> it's true. I, I mean, if you really think about it, like, with the exception, I think we've only missed Christmas. I think so. We've been doing this every week for a year. With each of us, I think, missing... Well, you're not missing any. You haven't missed no. any episodes, but I think, like, but... I've missed maybe two... Lights missed Lights a couple, missed. a handful. Yeah. And we brought in, Twy was originally supposed to be the producer, so she was going to edit and make sure we stayed on topic, and then she just started talking, and now she's a host. <laughs> and she's still, she's our antagonist. Yeah. We have characters. <laughs> we'll go with antagonist. <laughs> we don't have characters. This is just us, but. Yeah. If we did, she'd be the antagonist to this story. <laughs> um, I think that actually... Uh, so we'll move to Twitter now. So we got three questions on Twitter. All righty. Uh, this one comes from the Grief Burrito podcast. Grief Burrito. Uh, Grief Burrito. Another gaming and social, uh, pop culture podcast. They're good. You should go check them out. And go follow him on Twitter at, at Grief Burrito. <laughs> uh, what made you start your podcast? Um, I was casually asked if I'd like to join in on a podcast. <laughs> I said yes. I, they requested suggestions for a title. I said it's all bullshit. They laughed. We went with that for a week. <laughs> No, it was it's all. I thought it was it was all bullshit. Bef it's all bullshit before we asked you to join. Because it yeah, it was before was I joined. I had made the I had told you like I had made the joke like why don't you guys like you guys are just talking about bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah, and, and then you guys thought that was really good, and then then yeah, you guys invited me on once, and then we did the the. Uh, Wow, I can word. Uh, the reboot? Yeah. I, I know we made the joke about calling it a reboot, but yes, we we pretty much did the reboot of our of the general idea and came up with uh, Gaming Casual at that point. Yep. Just because... And it was supposed to... Go for it. Oh, go ahead. No, you finish. Because, um, I mean, we generally... Like, you and I would always talk about video games. Why? Because we play a lot of freaking video games. Back a lot. At, and we didn't just want to be another 
here's the news show. Yeah, there's enough of those guys out there. Yeah, I mean, we still do news. Like, we still talk about it, but, you know, we wanted to start something that was more just three dudes and... Video games. Twilight. (laughs) Yeah, video games. That... So that... That's what to be fair, started it. Your news still goes off onto long, overly forty tirades. She's back. See, what did we the tell aliens... you? Antagonistic. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Twy, did the thought. aliens let you go? Letting me go implies that they could actually capture me to begin with. They are aliens. Are. How do you think I they keep probing people? She... I just assume that means she beat the hell out of a bunch of extraterrestrials. That's racist. I said, mm. <laughs> Spacist? Uh, we'll we'll go back to the first question though, just for because Twy's back. Twy, favorite and least favorite game. Um, you know I don't play many games. I know, but you still play some, so you have to have a favorite and a least favorite, I would assume. Um, I mean, I don't have a Leafs favorite per se, because before I buy any games, generally, I have watched other people play them a long time and decide I want to play it. The only games that are are otherwise are the ones that you randomly buy me. Um... (laughs) I suppose favorite game would be, as just a base game, would probably be Witcher 3. But as, a modded, as a modded game, it'd be Elder Scrolls 3 Marwind. Least favorite would probably be unmodded Skyrim. Them mm. some strong words. I enjoyed unmodded also, Skyrim. On a on a related well, note for to Skyrim, that, Skyrim mods they tend to be mute because people don't have voice acting. There are a few good mods in, and I don't deny that. And unmodded, you never feel challenged because everything scales to your level, including the items you find. So you're finding Daedric armor everywhere or glass armor on bandits. Unless you, I never poorly build I, your character. I never found Daedric armor on a bandit. Neither did I. I don't know if that's the same problem in Oblivion because I've never actually played Oblivion because I couldn't get over how everyone's head looked like a potato. Halt! I played. The you first... violated the law. Apparently, in Oblivion, there's even one line of dialogue that actually has the voice actor saying, "Hang on, can I do that again?" <laughs> I have heard that. Yeah. Ah, uh, um. On a related note to Skyrim. One of my friends said if I ever start a D&D campaign with the, oh, good, you're awake. Because <laughs> I was joking with him about that. And he's like, I can't stress this enough. If you do that, we aren't friends anymore. I will admit that was an idea that crossed my head whenever we were starting my game because I had no idea how to run a game. I had no idea how to start. And that first session was mostly just to set everything up. So part of me kind of wanted you all to just wash on shore. And some and the traveling caravan saying, "Hey, you're awake." Oh, good. We thought you were dead. <laughs> caught you trying to cross the border with that horse thief. More like caught you on the beach. Yeah. 
Well, you Honestly, thought you were all dead, except for the tiefling has a lot of steam coming off of her. I would totally start a campaign with that, but have that like have that character actually die. Mm. It's like no, they actually get executed. Luckily, we have that second character who's the exact same as the first. I mean, this is that was, that was Steve. This is bleed. There is that. <laughs> there is this one idea in my head that if I ever TPK you guys, you're all gonna end up working for Black to earn yourself your new life. That would. <laughs> I I still stand by that's a really cool way to do resurrection and make it so your players aren't angry about their character getting killed. More like that's a cool way to keep you guys from resurrecting everybody on a whim because the dragon is greedy. Why do you hate resurrection so much? I don't hate it. It's just that after a it's while, a the party has so many, so much gold that it's a, it's not even really a quest to do. It. It's just go to the nearest temple, have your friend resurrected. Yeah, but at that point, in our previous game, we had. Uh, Light's character resurrected like eight times. It was twice. See, if I did do, like, if I ran a D&D campaign, I probably would have death be permanent. Like, there is no resurrection. Like, you don't just, At oh, hey, we can... have an urn of our friend's ashes. Can you bring them back from the dead? It's like, no. no. What? That's why I have you guys doing quests in order to get characters back from the dead. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, and that's a fair way to do it. I have no complaints. <laughs> of course, that, um, those quests are very unfair, considering what she told you guys to do, but... I have ways around it. No, you don't. <laughs> you just think you do. I think it's a good way. But, but we're on a game oh, podcast, not a and d one. Yes. I mean, D&D uh, is a game. <laughs> it is a game, you're right. Hell, it's I still plan on doing an entire episode. I still plan on doing an entire episode about D&D. Yeah, but that's that's not going to be for the main show. Anyway, uh, next question uh, comes from Keyed Up at number one or one hit of sound on Twitter. Uh, how do you feel about the derogatory connotation of the word gamer? Do you think video games should be considered art? I'm going to answer the second question very easily. Yes, of course they're art. They they are 100 percent art, and the people who create them coders the artists who do the in-game art, the designers, they're all part of the artistic process of creating a video game, and anybody who says differently is wrong. Forever, anyone who ever said differently can't go on DeviantArt. Now, then again, the guy who created Hatred, your game is not art, your game is just trying to be controversial. And that that's actually... There are a lot of games out there that are made purely to be controversial, including the one game that shall not be named. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not going to play a devil's advocate and be like, oh, but what about blank? Um, You're the way be a devil's that... advocate. What are you talking about? <laughs> now, the way I would look at it is, yes, some games are genuinely art. And all games incorporate some degree of art in them. But where that line starts coming less blurred i guess would be when you look at final fantasies or you look at call of duties there's a lot of thought that went into all the aspects of the gameplay for the programmer's sake and so yes i i could see that as 
being art. But then you look like I will look at flash games, cell phone games, things like that, where, you know, they probably took the code from someone else that has already made 10 versions of this and made their own. Slapped on some basic bitch graphics to it and pitched it out. Those I would not classify. Dragons where it's just an asset flip. Well, at that point, that's just the guy who sells reprints of the Mona Lisa. Yeah. (laughs) And, And that's the thing. It's like, do I think reprints are art? In a technical sense, yes. They are the representation of a work of art. But the object itself is not art at that point. Yeah, it's just a picture of art. Yeah. Now, mind you, when you see people at cons selling their prints that they've, you know, put time into and then just printed off a bunch of... That's still art. It is. It, but that that's that's getting into the nitty-gritty of it's coming from the technicality. It actually buys art and posters. Well, and even even at that point, my argument there is selling a re- like selling a print of a work you have done is one thing. Selling an excessively expensive print of work you have done pisses me off. Cuz I have seen yeah. people that it's like, "Oh yeah, this is a poster reprint, like a poster print of a piece of work I've done." It's $50. I'm sorry? Like, I understand resources, cost, shipping, and whatnot. Like, I I understand the whole mechanic behind that idea that you need to meet a certain profit margin. Hell, I understand how expensive it is to, like, get a booth at a convention. That shit is not cheap. Hey, Shane, that image I made for you, did you ever actually get it printed? No. Or was it just too small because anything big would probably blow my computer up at that time? I. It was still too small. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it later. But um, I'm curious how much that actually costs because Control was talking about profit margins for prints. I will I will <laughs> let you know when I find out. <laughs> but well, and that's the thing. There's there's a difference between singular print and bulk print. Like bulk printing yeah. stuff, you you get a hefty discount based on how many you print. And you see these guys going to the like a convention, and some of them will have, you know, five thousand prints of the same image. Generally, those are larger booths, anyways. Um yeah. but like some of the smaller artists, I understand, like, if you're selling your original work, like, hey, this is this is the original art that I have made, and you're selling that for fifty to a hundred. Makes sense. If it's a large scale image and you're going higher than that, makes sense because resource, time, and effort. Mm-hmm. But when you're selling a poster print of your original work and you're still slapping price points like that on there, that's where I get a little miffed. And I mean, I, I'm just going to say that's a fair point. Yeah. Because you're not paying for the original artwork anymore. Yeah. But that being said, uh, just as a general aside, um, support your artists and don't ask your artist friends to just draw shit for you for free. But think of it like free promotions. I will stab you I, if you d- say d- that. I, I am joking. 
I am. I am. To you. I, oh no, I'm. I'm not talking to you when I okay. say that. Okay, I was about. Like, I realize you're like the first person I've met that's insistent on paying me for art. Yeah, I've. I have a lot of close friends that are. Uh, that are artists. yeah, that are artists. Hell, one of them went to like a San Francisco art school and probably is still paying off that debt. <sighs> um. <laughs> I mean, I I drew a picture for Shane and. I never really knew how to price my artwork because everyone always says, price your artwork the same thing you'd be willing to pay for it. And I'm always thinking, I wouldn't pay for it, I'd just draw it myself. <laughs> and so I gave Shane a price tag, and months later I, I realized that I actually undercharged him heavily. And I think at one point you were like, well, let me pay you the rest of it. No! Yeah, I, it was I my did fault say for that, doing and that. I still say that. It was but my anyway, fault for doing uh... that, I can't fault you you're not um but to answer the first part of your question i think that the derogatory connotation of the word gamer comes from the minority of well it comes from the old style of gamer like the the guys who it's the stereotypical um, image of what a gamer yeah. is. It's that guy from the South Park episode. <laughs> well, it's comic book um, guy from Simpsons. From Simpsons, yeah. Like, the, it, it's a stereotype that existed and still exists. Those guys, they they well, still exist. Image comparison. But <laughs> I, I don't think that people say gamer with as much malice as they used to. Oh, no. Like, if I, if I go up to somebody and say, and they're like, oh, what's your hobby? It's like, I'm a gamer. You don't get so much of the, what, you're a fucking nerd? Cause Unless it's from does. friends, because friends still do that to each other. Well, yeah, That'd but I'm, I'm talking about just I like... I told them that you program games. Well, no, because even nowadays, people are starting to understand what that actually takes. Yeah. And... I, I think that the negative that the derogatory connotation of it I don't like it, but I think that it's going away. It, it's kind of like the negative. It's the same thing with D and D. Like that used to be super nerd shit, and now that's just a thing people do because it's fun. That's just a thing people do because it's critical role. <laughs> well, yeah, and critical role, but it's Critical well it's, it's that a lot yeah it's viewed in it's a positive now. light now yeah it's it's been brought to mainstream thanks to efforts like you know matt mercer who yeah brought it to light like hey yeah no not just it's it's i'm probably gonna get flack for this but it's the stereotype it's not six neckbeards sitting at a table until 3 a.m <laughs> arguing about dice rolls yeah, it's it showed that D and D is more than just rolling dice. That it's the story you can weave for your character. I need to make you guys roll more dice. And the general you fun you can have from it. Exactly. My games don't have so, any dice. <laughs> I I don't like the neg the derogatory connotation, but I feel like given enough time, it will go away. Yeah. Or come back tenfold. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Just wait for VR and omnidirectional treadmills to take off. Nobody will use it derogatorily anymore. 
you're a gamer? Yeah, don't you know some fucking jacked? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that already exists somewhere. I know. It's... I meant affordably. Yeah, yeah. Because I can get an omnidirectional treadmill. It's just going to cost me an arm, leg, and whatever's left of my soul. Yeah, I think you could afford one for a kidney. Uh, yeah, but I, I like know, my I, kidneys. I kind of have to factor in all the IOUs that he has out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, last question before we wrap up, because uh, this. Oh boy, yeah, <laughs> this is definitely this a episode won't ep- take an hour. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a fiftieth episode special, fifty-first episode special. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Grand Rapidians play video games, so at Grand Video on Twitter. Uh, as a casual gamer now, I don't finish many games. How often do you complete games? Very rarely. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there's a reason it's a running joke that he has like 800 games that he's supposed to finish. See, I have beat, like, I think I can count all the games I've finished on all of my fingers and toes. Finish, Switcher. And and that's, it's an interesting topic, in all honesty, because there are some games that really don't have a finish. I mean, like Dead Cells. I have played and beaten the main objective of Dead Cells. The thing is, there are... It's a building... It's a game that builds on itself because now that I've beaten it, you have the heart, the next harder difficulty that changes the way that the gameplay works and feels. You've got... I mean, technically, you can beat Darkest Dungeon. I don't think I ever will because, oh my lord, Darkest Dungeon. You're just mean. Um, <laughs> you know, and there there are a lot of games now where you're looking at games service, Destiny yeah. 2, Anthem, where it's like you've gotten to the quote-unquote end game. Given four months, the end game is now going to change. Yeah, I mean, that that's the whole same thing with Sea of Thieves. I mean, the end of Sea of Thieves was the gold chores. Yeah. But now there's a new story unfolding with Captain Flameheart's entire thing. Yep. And like if you take if you take out multiplayer games then, because most multiplayer yeah. games have that type of idea behind it. I mean like I'm looking at Far Cry 5 and Far Cry New Dawn and you like with stuff like that, you get to a point where it all starts feeling kind of samey. Meh. Yeah. Um, like I started up New Dawn and just started pegging the stereotypes and getting annoyed with the villain, mostly because I was like, all right, I already know what I'm about to go and do regarding this, but I don't care enough because of poor development. So for the over under on how many games I've got versus how many games I finish for single player games where a finish is an achievable objective 50 50 yeah i i mean mine's gonna be more like 75 25 but yeah i mean especially when with all the games that come out now yeah and how good a lot of them are it's hard to finish a game because you're distracted by so many other different games if you're like, I mean, we're we're technically core gamers. Like, we're hardcore gamers. Yeah. But as a 
Like, so I, I think that factors into us not finishing as many games. Well, and that's the thing. Like, a casual gamer will buy a game maybe every other month, maybe even more than, like, every three months. And that's just what they play, you know, a couple hours each night. Yeah. It's like, I might jump through four games in a day. Yeah, I've I've done that before. <laughs> And part of it is just too many options. Um, And occasionally there are games that I'll power through, like Prey. I I enjoyed that game, and I powered through, and I got all the endings. I played the the add-on content where you played as the various survivors. I got all the endings in that. But yeah, I mean that was just one of those games where I really enjoyed it, and the way you play through it, it wasn't it wasn't too big of a game to steal all my time. And once you kind of got into the cycle of it, you'd start getting through it faster and faster. Yeah, but I mean, I I, I said at the beginning of this, I still haven't finished Death Stranding. I don't not like. I don't dislike Death Stranding. It just isn't at the top of my priority list, so... You don't want to spend five hours walking across a desolate wasteland with a UPS box on your back? Not when I have Doom. (laughs) But, um... I... I don't think we... Yeah, so I guess my answer to that question is in rarely... Yeah, and as I said, I'm 50-50. Like, every other game I get, I will probably beat. I mean, hell, I've got Doom, I've got Far Cry 5, and I've got, you know, well, Far Cry 5 and then the Far Cry 5, New Dawn. But it's like, I beat Doom, and but I haven't beaten Far Cry 5, and I haven't beaten New Dawn. I'd say probably beat five, just leave New Dawn to die. <laughs> That's just me, though. Yeah. But uh, I I, I want to take this time, um, just this ending wrap-up. Uh, thank you, everybody who's listened to us and supported us for a year. Listen to us um, blather on. Yeah. Uh, special shout-out to uh, the guy who created uh, the Next Wave group. Uh, Wondersoul for helping connect us with a bunch of awesome podcasters who we've become friends with. Um, and here's to, uh, here's to another, hopefully another year. I was about to say, we'll start at the year point and we'll build after that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, we're at the year point. I feel like I should have like a bottle of whiskey or a glass of whiskey or something and be like clinking glasses for this shit. <laughs> Clink. I could go get I could go get the bottle of champagne I have and just pop that in my apartment. Champagne. But, uh, that's a little that's a little too close to my computer. But <laughs> um from all of us here, I know Light would agree with me if he was here as well. Um thank you so much for I'm sure the probing's uh, not that bad. It's fine. <laughs> Um, thank you you so much (laughs) thank you so much for uh, listening and supporting the show Uh, we love all of you and uh, 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you for putting up with our shenanigans. Thank you for sharing us with your friends and family. Thank you for accepting us as the psychotic lunatics that we are. <laughs> um, for every nice and sweet thing he says, I'm going to say something inane. Just keep that in mind. I figured that's what we were doing <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, so uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Gaming Casual Pod. We also have a Facebook discussion group. Um, and there's some things on the horizon this year, so keep an eye out for that. Oh my. Um, you can find our personal links down in the description of the episode, so I won't bother with that. Um, but yeah, thank you, and have a good day, evening, morning. Take care, guys. And, uh, <laughs> stay safe. Wash your hands. Yeah, definitely wash your hands. Don't go outside. Or go outside, but stay away from people. <laughs> Social distance, people. Six feet everywhere. No more Dude, than five my... people in a household. If you have two siblings, tell one of them to get the fuck out. <laughs> We're doing this shit by high school dance rules now. <laughs> Hands above Take the care, waist, everybody. people.